Big dreams and big thrills Flying high, 터무니 없는 상상해봐 네 눈앞에 달려들고 있는 별 낚아채 불을 태워봐 시작이라는 걸넌 믿을 수 있겠니 이제야 사랑을 할것 같아 Hello, welcome to the NCT podcast, just not a figment of your imagination. It still exists. It is a real thing. We're here, we're back. Um, we were gone for a little bit, but you know, we're back. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you, you know, forgot anything, I'm Tara. And I'm Kat. And we're and here. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh... Sorry. <laughs> you want to share anything with the class about our absence? Or you just want to move on? Life was lifing. Things were not great for a long time. But they're all right now. I got a job, y'all. Yay. Got a new job in the midst of everything falling apart. I got a job, so at least one of those things was, you know, pretty okay. So I'm very happy with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if y'all follow me on Twitter, y'all know what D- December basically sucked ass mm. for me. So um, that was terrible, and we both got COVID. <laughs> When I tell you, I'm still so mad about that because literally I have been so careful and so like, I'm not going outside. And if I go outside at all, I'm going to wear a mask. I decide to ignore my better judgment and go visit my mom for Christmas. Last year, I didn't do that or not last year, but the year before that uh, in 2021. And then I go to her house in 2022, and my brother gives everybody COVID. Yeah. And instead of staying home because he felt sick, he just spread his fucking germs everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just that that strain is just like everywhere these days. Like as soon as you step out of your house, it's kind of like listen what inevitable. I t- Bruh, I wasn't even there that long. Like, only maybe two hours, three hours. And I wore a mask. Yeah. And still. Yeah. This this strain does not care. I know I got mine from DR. I know that impromptu trip, like, things are le- way less regulated there than they are here. So, you know, I knew that that was coming but keep wearing your masks like you should still be wearing a mask in public spaces because when i tell i've this is my third time getting covid (laughs) um and like honestly like the first two times weren't that bad and i think is because by that time you know i had my vaccines and i had my boosters by the second time so it wasn't that bad like was did I have to like not work and like chill out for a bit? Yes. When I tell you this strain that I had during Christmas 
knocked me down like I've never been knocked down in my life. And I still have a cough to this day. Oh, yeah. I also still have a cough to this day. It's insane. It's it's so... Do your best, y'all. But also, don't beat yourself up. Because, again, this strain is just saying, LOL, fuck your shit. I don't care if you're vaccinated. Yeah. So... They like it really. I'm like double boosted, triple vax, and I still got it. So Literally. if you're being careful and you still get it, it is what it is. Just take care of yourself. You can get on an antiviral. It really helped me. Like it, I had COVID for like eight days, but I hear it's much longer for most people that aren't on one. So highly recommend it. It tastes like shit, but highly recommend it. Yeah, I was. It took me ten days to test negative. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a long one, but just take care of yourselves, everyone. It's a new year, so try and take care of yourselves and each other, and wear a mask because it's yeah. not fun. Speaking of for your health, um, let's get into these NCT updates. So since we've been gone for a really long time, we're probably not going to cover the vast majority of stuff. We're just going to try to hit the major beats of anything that recently happened. Um, and the segue that I was going for was uh, Taeyong had the flu. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that he was probably on all of the medicine, yeah. which is why he was so bizarre this tour but um you know for your health he did stay behind to recover a little bit and also Hechan uh is not doing this tour leg because uh he was having some uh fatigue and see I really hate the dis- the word heart palpitations because mm-hmm. like you can get heart palpitations from like an aggressive amount of coffee so it's not really clear i think it's the combination of things right i don't think it's like just like the heart palpitations i think he was fatigued there was people from um one of one of the guyos um one of the fans they noticed that hechan was like shivering and like really cold and like jisung and mark were like trying to hide him because he wasn't feeling well so it was a combination of that Plus, you know, him feeling weak and all this other stuff. So it's, I think, heart palp, all of that plus the heart palpitations was when they were like, okay, you know, this isn't, this isn't okay. We need to figure this out. And I mean, I, I know Hechem is the type of, is a workaholic. I know a workaholic when I see one. I'm, I'm that person. I get it. Yeah, you game recognize game. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> game recognize yeah. game. Yeah, but he needs yeah. to rest. I get it, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to rest and take care of himself because, as much as I learned this lesson last year, as much as you want to think that you know you're working hard and you're taking care of yourself, there's just no way to get everything done in the same 24 hours that everyone has. So he really, really needs to rest. He sent a bubble message recently that was like, um, I'm sorry, I've been gone for such a long time. And I'm like, it's been two days. Like, I feel 
like that anxiousness because I do this too. Like if I'm on vacation, I have that anxiousness in the back of my mind of what my inbox is going to look like when I get back. Or like, did, did this person that I left this to take care of this? Or is this project going well? All of that stuff. So I understand it, but I really wish that he is resting or not even he doesn't have to be like in bed like just go do things that's the other thing too that i think i saw was like people were mad that he like was doing stuff i guess i don't know like it was just basically i have i have harbored a lot of hatred for you bitches over the past three or four weeks oh (laughs) and it's partially my own fault for like following as many of in citizens as i do i think i just literally need to like mute 80 percent of you because y'all never worried about the right thing instead of reacting like oh well we hope Hachon feels better and you know focuses on healing and all of that y'all turned around and decided to make him feel worse by blaming SM and the scheduling and all of that it's like you know he had some decisions making it that is part of that right like you just min- like as you just said he's a workaholic so it's not like he didn't you know agree to some of that stuff and then it's also the selectiveness for me because some of y'all only get mad when Hachan is doing something that you personally don't want him to do yeah it's very true and i think it's funny like i think people remove I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't think people understand things. I don't know. Like, look at it in your real life. Like, let's say, like I said before, I'm a workaholic. If my mom is not going to blame my company solely for me being where I, where I got to health-wise. Like, yes, I took on these projects and I kept saying yes. But also, the company did influence me because, you know, it's my job. It's my livelihood. They kept pushing and pushing and pushing, things like that. But it's a combination of things. Like, that's just how the real world works. That's how his job works. Like, that's, it's simple. It's really simple as that. It's not this overcomplicated thing that you need to theorize about. It's not, there's not conspiracy theories about this. It's just someone got overworked. Now they need to rest. And now they need to chill out for a little bit. And they'll be back whenever they feel like they, they're ready. It happens to the best of us. It It is what it is. Everybody getting mad about not doing or not recovering the way that you think should be recovered. Like, this is a human being. <laughs> this and is a human being. And that's the thing that I wanted to just, like, touch on. Just, like, it's one thing if y'all want to have a real and honest discussion about the culture of workaholicness that is k-pop mm-hmm. versus just like making hating sm your personality because at this point i'm just really tired like i said to a friend of mine like can we have a I hate sm week once per year where y'all can get all of it out so that the rest of the year 
We don't have to deal with this because I'm sorry. It was like everybody was mad at SM for the most randomest things on top of that this past month. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, to be, to quote one of my mutuals, um, at this point, the hashtags and the emails. I need y'all to do something for real if you really about it. Otherwise, yeah. can y'all just let the rest of us enjoy? And I also think that maybe it's because we've been in K-pop for such a long time. Like, way too long in my opinion. I don't care about SM. Like, honestly, I do not care about the company as an entity. Do I care about their artists and the music? Yes. But SM as a company, I could give two shits about. Like, I don't care at the end of the day. And I think it's just because people have been complaining for so long, but SM has a proven track record about things that they do care and don't care about that me sending an email at the end of the day, especially as an international fan, isn't gonna do anything. And also, it's yeah. not my re- it's not my responsibility for SM to do their job. That's not on me. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I'm just here to stand my faves, listen to good music, have a little giggle, and move the fuck on. And I think that's the point where I think people need to get to that point because at the end of the day, these are companies and entities that see you as a dollar sign, and that's it. I'm not going to give this company energy that I don't have to give to my own life. Yeah, and that's the other thing I think that really annoyed me about this is that all of these complaints were happening at the same time that uh, Blockberry was literally exploiting Luna. And I'm just like, y'all trying to boycott? Boycott for what? (laughs) Do you not see the real problems going on in that industry right now? Like... Y'all want to boycott over because you don't like the album covers? Yeah, and you don't like the teasers, so you want to boycott. I mean, I understand there's a lot of things wrong, like, quote-unquote wrong or, like, not up to par or, like, things look messy from our perspective with certain things with NCT. But there's it's also every SM fandom has the same complaint, and it's just this organization and messiness with SM. That's been going on for the past five, six years. So if they don't care to fix it, they don't care to fix it. I, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, any of us can really do about that. We're not company employees. We're not making these influential decisions. We're not managers. Manager stands drive me insane. Yeah. My thing is, if you don't want to buy the album because you don't like how it looks, that don't is your it. prerogative. Yes. Perfect. Like, Great. Don't you do not have you as a fan, you do not have to a listen to every song or stand every song. We ourselves do not stand every song. Looking at you, kitchen beat. Child resonance. <laughs> Looking at you, resonance. We have a list. See, like we don't stand everything. We've talked about this a ton of times before like honestly my personal opinion boycotting should be reserved for very serious situations as like criminal things you know things like that that's when you boycott because at the end of the day if you boycott like let's say we boycott 127's upcoming repackage 
it's only hurting them and in the long term hurting us because yeah. SM isn't going to make any changes based on a boycott. You know what they're going to do? Oh, no iFans are buying this album. I guess we won't go back there anymore. The boys see the numbers are low and they think that they're doing something wrong or they're not performing. SM tells them that they're not performing at their ultimate optimal level therefore they work even harder than they already are like there's just more consequences than there are benefits there's one benefit to boycotting and that's possibly getting what you know you want for the next album but there's a million consequences to boycotting so it doesn't there's no benefit another thing about it too is that like unless it is like as organized as orbits were where it was very mm-hmm. clear why they were boycotting mm-hmm. there's no guarantee that the boycott will achieve whatever you thought it would achieve like if yeah. everybody's just boycotting for different reasons i.e i don't like the teasers or you didn't come to my country or you spend too much time in korea or xyz it just looks like low sales and low engagement to them it doesn't look yeah, like it doesn't send a the specific message. thing yeah yeah and also the luna boycott it's it's an extreme like people are suing like this isn't like i didn't like a picture or i don't feel like they put effort into this these are people with legal contracts leaving a company like this is it's two different things and i saw somebody made make that comparison on the timeline and i was just like how do you connect those dots just because I mean? boycott I'm is crazy. i'm not crazy y'all no. <laughs> in citizens y'all think you know my nerves but not you cat not you guys not you guys not y'all um it's just it's just very weird anyways all of that to say um the boycott is stupid and also i really hope hachan is getting the rest that he needs and is enjoying himself but i know if i if we have this one workaholic brain cell i know that in the back of his mind he is still thinking about work but i hope that there is a chance that he gets to relax. Child, and... I'm sure his Taman's trial ass is doing all kinds of crazy ass rehearsals for this repack and will probably be going so hard on it for no yeah. goddamn reason. Um, yeah. But we know the reason, which is that he, you know, got to unfortunately had to miss out but i mean the rest is good it's a good it is a good thing to rest and take days off when you need days off period um so speaking of nct dream members um they had a comeback candy i haven't listened to it i'm sorry uh the girl the girls had their hand on my neck um (laughs) since early january (laughs) understandable Uh, and sizzle's album dropped so i was just like men who are they (laughs) i listened to candy i like the song candy um i have the original version on my phone um so i kind of wanted to see what they would do with it and it didn't disappoint i liked it um i like the album it was definitely not uh, the twerk anthem <laughs> of the century, but um, it was really good. I think I'm going to talk about this when we talk about beatbox, but I think Dream has grown vocally so much that it's just great. It's their voices and it's amazing. <clears throat> and 
Another NCT comeback that happened while we were on hiatus was Phantom, the long-awaited fourth mini-album from Wavy. I listened to that, and I thought that was great. Um, it was fantastic. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it yeah, when we get there, but it yeah. was fantastic. <laughs> I will say that it took me a little bit to warm up to it because I was still just very annoyed with the circumstances around its release mm-hmm. and current lineup which there I, I anyways we'll talk about it later but yeah i also thought it was fantastic and uh look forward to that in a future episode yeah 10 look great anyways <laughs> child coon was out here with his chest out <laughs> okay do you i sc- the way i screamed i'm i think my neighbor showed me like i screamed that whole music i should have done like a, a live reaction or whatever because i was rolling on the floor screaming crying throwing up and shaojun oh okay let's yeah save that for just bas- basically just now you know uh we continue to secretly be ways and ease despite pretending to be one, two, seven in dreams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Wavy, they started a quote-unquote world, world tour. Do we think it's a quote world tour or like a actual I think it's tour? a quote world tour. Oh. Um, there is something I wanted to bring up that is actually business side SM stuff that I think explains a lot of why everything was really stupid for the last quarter, mm-hmm. um, which is that apparently this uh, investor company, Align, had been, they had been behind pretty much every, the the all of the, the bullshit about uh, is Lisa Mon leaving or not? And, basically kind of throwing a tantrum uh, for SM to change their directors, their board of directors um, and internal lawsuits apparently, but like they finally got their shit together in the last uh, week mm-hmm. apparently, or at least came to an agreement, um, which I think this explains why everything just seemed off the last quarter at SM and why things got delayed is because they want to not have Lee Suman being a produce like a, a, a executive producer level level producer for the music side at all. Um, and they, they're trying to, to quote this article, um, Basically, they will be having um, like junior level directors take over the production side. Well, we'll see what any of that means in the coming months. Yeah. Um, I can link the article in the description of this episode if mm-hmm. anybody's really interested. But basically, to summarize it, my thoughts is that internally everything has been off all year for 2022 for SM, and it definitely seemed like there was some shady shit coming from the side of Align, that investor company, because 
and this is now business 101 which cat you would know because we both work in these like huge companies but unfortunately <laughs> it's very sus for an investor that only has one percent uh shareholder stock to be this insistent and this involved because it's like you don't even have that much money invested in the company so why are you so aggressively acting this way and why is sm in turn it uh on the flip side allowing you to do all of this so just something to think about yeah i just i think this we kind of saw like rumblings of this like at the end of 2021 mm-hmm. like just things like fall not falling apart but things being shifted around really weirdly so i'm kind of not surprised that this is the result of that and also sm itself for like the past maybe two to three years like maybe like right before pre-pandemic or late 2019 I think there was a lot of staff changes. There was a lot of teams that were dissolved at SM. There was an article that came out during that time that was talking about, I think it was the beginnings of SM kind of selling shares and stuff like that. They, we were hearing rumors that a lot of teams have been cut in half or like people were leaving, like working conditions weren't great. So I think that and then in combination of this is just, it's a mess over there. Which brings me back to say, I don't care. That's not my responsibility. Yeah, I, I'm only interested for the tea because I, in the same True. way that we're watching Twitter collapse, that's interesting to me just because it's from like a gossip standpoint. But at the end of the day, I'm just trying to listen to K-pop and enjoy it. Um, so yeah. moving along, um, SM did finally hold its uh, New Year's Eve, uh, or New, New Year's Eve, yeah, New Year's Eve mm-hmm. slash New Year's Day, uh, SMCU Palace. Uh, every unit performed multiple songs. They all did great. Um, what was, was there anything specific I was going to say about that? Oh, and I personally really love Hot and Cold. Me too. That's a good song. <laughs> Shout out to the good sis Sulgi and the good sis Karina and uh, Mark's older brother, Kai. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, Sulgi and Karina kind of carried that song, but it was really good. They did. But you know what? I had a theory about that, which is that I think that they did not get to rehearse very much. Um, I don't think so either. I think like Sulgi was like, having a her own solo probably and dream was doing a bunch of stuff and it was i don't think they they had yeah the time. i don't think they had time to rehearse um because yeah sulgi also was doing got the beat stuff um as well as karina and when you watch the dance practice for hot and cold it definitely seems like they had to learn it that day mm. so but hey, I yeah. I think it's a great song and it's actually charting pretty re- well in South Korea. So there you yeah. go. It's really fun. A lot of I will say this year's album was better than last year's. Barring the fact that you know it had like really great pop like Zoo came out last year like that was really 
popular, but I feel like the quality of songs this year was a lot better. Um, especially whoever decided to put Changmin, Taeyeon, and Winter on a song. Oh, yeah. Who, whoever decided to put Boa, Wendy, and Ningning on a song. <laughs> Oh yeah, the the this I will definitely I definitely say this col- this uh compilation album was better than the previous years. Um I liked more songs on it, so Yeah. I agree. Uh, but yeah, um they did upload those performances from SMCU Palace on YouTube so you can go check them out if you were not able to watch live because you had a life um I was four days down with COVID at that time so what else was I gonna do (laughs) um the next NCT comeback will be the 127 repackage AO which teasers and pre-orders have begun um the boys are currently in South America um, they're in doing, Chile yes uh, do, which for some reason they're acting ba- brand fucking new listen okay first of all Johnny and I <laughs> fuck you Johnny sir first of all ugh, thank god thank god I don't have any money right now thank god because after after seeing how they acted in Brazil you bet your ass I'd be in Chile right now you know what? I'm I'm right there with you because Taeyong took his shirt off and took threw his shirt it off. in the crowd. This man has been hiding his chest since Seoul, the last Seoul date. So like, what? Anyways, they, I'm they, so like, yeah. I wonder why because they were here, like they were in Atlanta, they were in Chicago, they were in Houston, and yeah, they were hype, but it wasn't like. Hype, hype. And then as soon as they get to Brazil, it's kind of like they're like, we can do whatever. We can do whatever we want. Like, even like the least expectant, like, Jungwoo, <laughs> what are you doing? They, child, all and I then, can say is, you know what? South American seasonings, you deserve. You, because... Honestly, you get this like once every 10 years. I'm yeah. So, I'm so sorry. You deserve all of that. Like, I hope they do the weirdest things on stage for y'all because you deserve it. But you know what really got me? You know what really got me today? Johnny decided to get on Bubble. On Bubble. And speak Spanish? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, so you... Are you kidding me? Like, all I've ever wanted was to marry Johnny. (laughs) Just kidding. But like, what? You're speaking, you're going to speak my native language to me? Don't talk to me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I understand how you feel. Because again, Tail took his shirt off and threw it into the crowd. We were close. If he threw it into our section, there was a chance. We could have gotten it. There was a good chance. And best believe, I'm sorry to our mutual who was in the row behind us, but I'm not giving you... (laughs) Giving you this man, sir. I don't care. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I have literally both of you were Tiongs like right next to each other. There would have been a fight, and I would have been like, Johnny, you want to do something about this? You want to take your shirt off too? 
Yeah, but honestly, I guess it's good then that friendships were preserved, no fights yeah. broke out, security didn't have to do anything. But I think I would, I, I'm also just like not that person. Like I try, I'm in my like less violent era. Maybe Lovely. 10 years ago, I would have been like, oh, it's on. But now I'm just like, I'm old. <laughs> Same. I'm like, I don't remember when we were at the when we were at the concert and the, a ball landed near us and neither of us moved. Oh, child! Ain't yeah. no way. Yes. Literally, the the like our row, like it landed between our row and the row in front of us. Like I could have easily been like bloop, but not, both of us were like, well, okay, <laughs> moving on. Child, you're not gonna have me catch a case because some, uh some fan is fighting me over that because that's yeah. the other thing too, it's like i'm not trying and you know this was like a tidbit of a thing that happened but apparently you know <laughs> that old girl old girl judy oh my was god at the concert and if y'all don't know who that is uh a very famous uh saucing of 127 and people were getting mad, like, why y'all ain't beat her ass? I'm like, they're trying to enjoy the concert. Yeah. The move was why to follow you... her home, then beat her ass. Then yeah. Leave the no state. one's going to do anything during the because, concert. Yeah. And then leave the state afterwards. So, like, they can't even find, like, you got warrants in Atlanta, but you don't live there. Apparently, I got, I got some tea. Apparently... She was trying to steal seats too at the concert. Is that why she got kicked out? I heard she, she didn't got get kicked. Out. No, she didn't get kicked out. She got removed from the section that she wasn't supposed to be in by security. But she, then she just went to her regular where she was supposed to be sitting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Well, she, anyways, yeah. for the future, remember, the key is not at the concert follow her home or to her hotel allegedly and beat her ass allegedly then leave the state we do not condone violence on this but, podcast yeah obviously hypothetically that's what you should do i'm not saying you should do that but i'm just saying hypothetically hypothetically you know how oj said hypothetically this yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> anyways um what else uh, can we? Ju- can I just say the hair during this tour, this leg of the link has oh, been Mar- Mark, incredible. Markson's Mar- are down. Mark's hair incredible. Johnny's man bun incredible. Taeyong's cat little braid things. I'm I'm dead. I'm dying. It's Jungwoo's hair. I love that man. I he love looks, Jungwoo's I hair. Love it. He looks really good. He looks like Keanu Reeves. I love it. You know, I'm starting to see it for Jungwoo more and more as time goes on. He's moving up. I got my eye on him ever since the concert. I kind of like that man. But do you know what I'm realizing? Like, what I was realizing today as I was scrolling Twitter, I'm like, if these boys are acting like this, imagine if Hitchon was there. No one. It's a good thing he's not there. What great timing. Because maybe, maybe that was for our souls. Because he's like that on during regular regular day. So I listen. I think we would have all collectively collapsed 
And he he's looking a little too good lately. I'm just saying. When Heitron gets his girls. I'm going to cry. Oh, we... Prepare to be sick of me! Yeah. We're going to have a whole episode. sick of me! No. Um, uh, I just wanted to briefly mention one more thing, which is get rid of the fucking stage climb. It's it's getting ridiculous. Get rid yeah, of it. It's getting ridiculous. It's getting dangerous, to be honest, because if they're sweating that much, that someone's gonna fall, and it doesn't. Poor need to get has that. given up. So I'm just like, so cut it. Like, do something else. Like. <laughs> figure it out it's but yeah it's, it's 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 getting out of hand um jaehyun and uh 10 were doing some fashion stuff mm-hmm. uh 10 specifically had his own little thing for paris fashion week mm-hmm. for ysl he served cunt he in his it, even in his airport look he was serving so period (laughs) he looked here's the thing i love paris men's fashion week is one of my favorite seasons but like sometimes like the male celebrities that go can dress pretty boring to be honest when 10 walked out when 10 oh bare chest hair slicked i was like this is what i wanted for fucking years this is it and i don't like ysl i really do not like ysl um but he carried it very very well he carried it so well i'm like this is this is what was needed this is what i wanted edgy all black sexy put together but not like overly done 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 and yes i did mean that pun period Cunt, 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 cunt. Oh, cunt, cunt, sorry. Katrina, Katrina, Katrina. Katrina, ask me about my obsession with ballroom another time. Um, So, do we miss birthdays? I know Kuhn was one. I don't know Um, if we mentioned Chandla and Shotaro in the last episode. Yes, we we miss all of our winter boys. Sorry. sorry. Uh, Happy birthday, Chunla and Shotaro and Kuhn and the member that y'all like to shit on all the time, but he's still a member. Um, And upcoming birthdays, like 10. So, yeah. We're in a, like, literally as of today, it's Aquarius season, so we got to get ready. Yeah, I, child, I hate it here. I, Aquarius <laughs> men, I don't trust y'all, and yet there's so many of y'all in NCT. Anyways, uh, I'm not gonna be. Well, this isn't controversy. Lucas's birthday was in the season's greetings for 2023, so take with that what you will. Um. Oh. Yeah. Moving on, uh, there is always a host of plenty of YouTube content, um, including today's upload was from uh, Wavy's Kitchen Celebrations, uh, Happy Lunar New Year, um, because that was the theme. So uh, Happy Year of the Rabbits to all of our uh, Lunar New Year celebrators. Um, Taeyong also did a live performance of Fine for YouTube, 
and there's lots of behind the scenes stuff for both 127's The Link and Wavy's Dance Practice and their SMCU concert practices. And the one thing I want to bring up is that my Shawalzen heart forever filled with love and hope of Minho sneaking in <laughs> to the one two seven. Uh he was at the con we knew he was at the concert, but he snuck into their like pre-concert meeting and he was wearing glasses and a mask and he was holding a camera like he was staff and all of them were looking at him like who is this attractive ass staff member mark clocked him from the beginning though <laughs> yeah mark was like oh i know who that is but then i love doyong it's like oh wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute is that you <laughs> it's that that little kid wait a minute who <laughs> are you <laughs> Yeah, so look out for that. Um, also, speaking of our rookies, uh, NCT Universe is almost at its end, which hopefully means we will be getting a debut soon for all of our beautiful uh, upcoming Neos. Uh, Shotaro, Sungchan, Shohei. Uh, sorry, I've already blanked on... You know more than me, to be quite <laughs> honest. You know a lot more than I do because, yeah. <laughs> Sungchan, Shotaro are the only two people I, I really know. Um, I'm trying, but it's it's not happening right now. I'm at capacity. But yeah, uh, we look forward to that. Um, and is there anything else you have? Because that's all I can see. Um, the Gaios are really fun. I love the collaboration stages that they did. Um, besides that, I mean, obviously they won some awards. I don't have a list in front of me, but Dream and 127 won a few awards, um, this past award season, which is great. Um, a bunch of magazine, we, we've been gone so long. There's, there's been a bunch of like magazine Covers, releases. Taeyong had one recently. Jaehan had one recently. Um, there's just so much. There's so much stuff. Which I'm like, when people are like, NCT isn't is unemployed. I'm just like, I don't know what you think unemployment means, because I was unemployed, and that's not that's not what that is. There's always something. Um, I think. That's pretty. I think that's pretty much it. Because the last time we we talked, two baddies was already out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I yeah. just want to say read the whole. Because again, like I said, you bitches have been getting on my fucking nerves lately. Uh, read the whole unemployment thing. I don't understand how that's possible. Because literally, if we can't keep up with them, I. There's just no way that y'all are keeping up with every single little bit of thing that comes out and are saying that. There's just no way. Like, y'all are lying. And every time someone says that, there should be a person that jumps out of the bushes and quizzes them <laughs> on recent NCT content. Because y'all are so ungrateful like that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think Dream had, like, some a lot of, like, video content 
for candy, there was a lot. They did a lot of variety stuff compared mm-hmm. to their last comeback. So I think that's something. If you need something to do, there's a ton of stuff. Wavy has done a ton of stuff recently um, with video content. It's just, it's just a lot. It's just very much a lot going on. So look it up. It's there for you. And I know half of y'all are just like us who still haven't watched NCT 2.0, NCT World 2.0. it's just we're giving it up to God at this point. Like, maybe we're just never going to see it. And you know what? That's okay. Sometimes I feel like there is undue pressure also to watch everything. And I just, I I, I CBA, like, I I can't be asked. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. It's just a lot. Unless I, like, sit down and intentionally do it, it's not going to happen. And then I feel like I there's 10 other things I should be doing. Why are you wasting your time? So. That's the other thing, too, is that some of y'all don't have lives, and I'm oh, really shit. sorry about that. Um, you know, you should spend some time touching some grass. Listen, no. I hate that. I hate that phrase so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm allergic to grass, too. But I also know they're not talking about me because I always have multiple hobbies. People are like, touch grass. I'm like, I can't. I don't have Benadryl. I feel like I'm so aggy this episode. I apologize for that because it really, I really didn't mean for this to happen. It's just that, like, the barrage of complaints during the month of December that I saw across my timeline, plus the amount of people complaining about the exact opposite of those complaints just made me want to unstand. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I can't, I, can't, I don't want to hear about it. I don't think you're more. alone. And I don't think it's just been December. I think the majority of 2021 things have been a little rammed up. I'm not sure why maybe because there's a lot of new fans and or new k-pop in general fans that are coming in or whatever it is things have just been really complaint after complaint anytime anything is announced whether it be wavy dream or 127 who our nct as a whole it's always something and it's always somebody complaining and it's always uh what about this what about that and i'm just like i can't do it anymore i'm not used to it and i it i've taken a step back from shawls like i'm still keeping up with everything that shiny's doing trust me um but just i've pulled back like i think i have maybe a handful of people i follow that are shawls because and i have to make sure that they're like level-headed because i'm starting to see the same pattern like it's exhausting to see the same stuff being complained about over and over again. And then, like you said, there's going to be a a tweet that's going to say the exact opposite, complaining about the exact opposite that the other people were complaining about. And it's kind of like, this is supposed to be my hobby. This is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be music. I don't want to, like, if I am going through, this is how, you know, it's become so toxic. If I'm going through a really, really hard time, and I can't even turn to the one thing that's supposed to take me out of that and make me happy. Like, that's kind of 
ridiculous. Y'all are making this into something that is was such a relief for so many people into something that is work and something that is um a little bit all encompassing of every aspect of y'all's life. And that's not okay. Like that's really, really not okay. So it's it's been like this for the past year. And honestly, like I'm not online as I am as I was. I I don't want to interact with as many people as I did. Um and I don't personally I don't want that to turn into where a thing where I don't want to just be involved in any way anymore. You know what I mean? Like I don't even want to listen to the music or I don't even want to know what's going on because I know that comes with drama or whatever. So just check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Essentially. Yeah. Basically, uh, everything you said and... This is also why I, like I said at the top of the, the show when I said y'all is getting on my nerves, the fandom specifically is because basically I just had to stop interacting in certain discourses because y'all had lost the plot and it was just becoming not fun to stand in CT. Um, and that is the exact opposite reason of why we're supposed to be into K-pop. It's supposed to be fun. Um, but yeah, one, I just want to say one more thing, and then we can get to the album, which is that clout rage is a hell of a drug, and I need a lot of y'all who are in online spaces to ask yourself, are you tweeting this criticism or complaint because it's of genuine utmost concern to you, or are you seeking outward validation for your complaint? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of y'all, I feel like y'all complain because you just want to get lots of likes and retweets. And that just creates a a never-ending cycle of negativity. It's like, is there anything you do enjoy about NCT anymore? Yeah. Like, what is it? If it's making you mad that often why continue to consume like why i don't understand anyways yeah uh moving right along um should i get to the album yeah okay so nct dreams beatbox uh which is the second album repackage uh and the title track beatbox um this song's really fun to me um my brother hates this song <laughs> everywhere i go bring the beatbox i think him and mira would have a lot in common musically because the bon chicky bomb thing drives him up a wall but um, we had a call um, when I was home for Christmas. We had I showed him this album, and he's like, "I like almost every song except for that beatbox song. I hate it." And I'm just like, "This is such a fun song. Like, is it the best song in the world? No, 
is it one of their weaker title tracks to me? Yes. I'm sorry, don't kill me. But I like it. I think remember, it's fun. Remember, kids, she's talking to y'all because I will never defend MCT Dream like that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Um, I knew kids are vicious, man. Um, just, I wish it was, um, there's another song that I wish was the title track. I'm going to, I'll say it when I get to it, but I get it. And I, and I think I like it a lot more because the choreography is really great. Um, and they look like they're having so much fun in the music video. It's very, it's very fun. That's all I can say. Yeah. I instrumental. Yeah, I don't dislike it. I can see why someone would because there is like a corny element to the everywhere I go with the beatbox. Like it's giving uh, Mickey Mouse Club a little bit, which is fine. I always I, let me just preface this by saying I am not a NCT Dream hater by any uh, any measure, but I am not the desired consumer for that unit because I just the youthful concept just has never really appealed to me that much Mm -hmm. so saying all that to say I still think beatbox is fine it's not atrocious to me I like parts of it like you said the choreography is good but I can definitely see why people said it's they're one of their weakest uh, title tracks. I mean, as a as a title track, I get, I understand the reasoning behind choosing it because it is very commercial. Like very it's very, commercial. it's very standard, like commercial, like pop song. Like I get it, but especially with NCT, NCT Dream does tend to be a little bit more traditional pop, which is fine. Um, I like that. I mean, hello, they're my favorite unit. So hello. But I think this is a little too far that way because NCT as a whole tends to experiment a lot more than than this. I think for a title track, like let's when we get to glitch mode, like that's a cool song. But I feel like they wanted to do the exact opposite of what they did in glitch mode, and that's why they chose beatbox. So I I get it. So. It, it exists, and it's good, and it's fun, and I would love to see it at a concert because I think it would be hype, but outside of that, it, it definitely is, for me at least, their weaker title track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely a much bigger fan of Glitch Mode. Um, yeah. Anything else? Nope. Right, the next song is one of my favorite songs on the album, Fire Alarm. It is so good. <laughs> yeah. I was a Fire Alarm fan before I even really heard all of Glitch Mode, not gonna lie. Um, it was just one of those tracks that people said was really good out the bat and uh, sounded like I would like it. So I listened to it that and Glitch Mode before the rest of the album, and I really loved Fire Truck. I think I mentioned it as a song of the week in a previous episode. Mm. Um, this feels like more of the NCT concept per se Mm. Um, which is something that I've been thinking about a lot 
recently, which is a someone tweeted this too. They said that they felt that 127 rep musically represents more of NCT as the concept. And I agree in terms of experimentation, but it is nice that Firetruck is a song that Dream made, along with our favorite Pots and Pans song, uh, Deja Vu. So, I love Firetruck. Fire Alarm. Not Fire, fire Alarm. <laughs> we also fire love alarm. Fire Truck. Yes. Wow. But, yeah, it's, it's fine. All of these things blend together. They have so many songs. NCT's discography well anyways um I mean we're going through it we have how many episodes now <laughs> because I have so much music yeah. um to me like the instrumentals of this is so fun and interesting it goes places you don't really think it's going like at all like I think each section individually is different but it comes together and it's a really good song I kind of wish this was the title like fire alarm was a was the repackage um not beatbox mm. yeah this is the song you know that what? i like, wanted i agree and the fandom would have hated it oh no but that's but that's i also have no like hard data to back that up but you know, just certain, just just seeing the the way that people talk about NCT's noise music now is just uh, interesting. Um, but yeah, Firewall would have been great as the secondary title track to go with Glitch Mode. I think that like it fits. Like if you listen to Glitch Mode and you listen to Fire Alarm, like they kind of go together. So it would kind of like make sense but when has nct ever done that i mean let's take a look at sticker and favorite <laughs> like what the fuck <sighs> but um yeah but i in my mind i would have loved for fire alarm to be the title not beatbox but it's not up to me and like again like i said i understand beatbox is very commercial i get it so yeah anything else nope Again, we're going to move through these songs quickly, and I think that's yeah. not a bad thing. Um, so, yeah, the title track for the second album before the repackage, Glitch Mode. I love Glitch Mode. I think it's really fun, even with that hot-ass mess of a breakdown. <laughs> um, Actually, you know what that breakdown reminded me of? Hmm. It actually reminded me of all the rock breakdowns in Wavy's title tracks. True. Actually, you know what it reminded me of? All the rock breakdowns in G Friend. <laughs> Shout out to G Friend. Shout out to G Friend. Y'all were like, you know how they had guitar riffs in almost every single song that 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 was a title track. I was like, whoa, okay, all right, like I get it, but it it goes. It's not like that other song. It's not like favorites. Um. So, yeah, I yeah. like Glitch Moon. I like where it goes, yeah. and I like what it does, and it's a cool concept. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, and I can say, okay, I acknowledge this internally earlier when I was re-listening to the album to prepare for the episode, which is, I am a dim joints shrimp. I will make excuses for him forever <laughs> <laughs> because, like. 
I just think he's doing the most interesting music now. Like, I think there is nothing more exciting than trying to figure out what the hell was in Dim Joints' brain when he made these songs. Um, and the beautiful thing about Glitch Mode that is Dim Joints' signature is that, like, fucking gorgeous-ass pre-chorus. And, like, the bridge is just so, like... I love it! I'm sorry! I love it! Like, you know the bridge and sticker? I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a stan. You are absolutely right. Um, I was, I was gonna say something else about this one. Um, I forgot. It'll come back to me. Yeah, I... I just... I know people... Some, some haters have been talking about how they need to like not let him you know be so heavily present in songs anymore then stay in another group I don't know what to tell you give up yeah (laughs) I and that's how I I feel like if you don't uh, if you stop liking the music that's coming out go somewhere else like they're they're a music group like what? I don't know. I don't Wait, know. maybe he didn't produce this song specifically, but I thought he did. I don't have it up. I have it up. Oh, I thought he was on this. He's not. Who's on it? Uh, Benjamin fifty five, Alani fifty five, and Sam. S-Z-N-D. I don't know who any of those people are. Yeah, me either. But I thought it was them joints. But it sounds like something he would make. But yeah, it sounds apparently not. great. <laughs> um, and also shout out to Mark who did write uh, for Glitch Mode. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, um, I love when they do um like i don't know what to call it but like when headshot like headshot's high note and like renju's note together that was really good i love when they put both of them together that's what i was gonna say Mm. like they complement each other i want them to be a subunit at some point but we'll get there yeah we'll see I don't know what the future holds and what kind of shakeup we're looking at because of uh, the new units, but... Yeah. Uh, the next song is Arcade, which was the Dim Twin song. Yeah, which I love. <laughs> I like Arcade. It's chill. I like it, and I like the, the dance um, to it. And I also want to see this in a concert. I feel like it would be like a vibe. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, haha! Elon's also on this. Well, there, there you go. Oh yeah, that's right. He tweeted about it. I remember. Yeah. I, I like the chorus a lot for this song. It reminds, it, it gives me a very, like, 
R&B mm. nostalgia, like, like the, the music that, um, like, R&B boy groups would make before yeah. they kind of collapsed, um, along with most, like, groups in the West. Um, yeah. I like the chorus, and yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. I like it a lot. It's I, I think it is one of my favorite. Wait, let me. I'm trying to remember what all the songs on this album, but I think it's probably in my top five. I like it a lot. Great job. Yeah. Kingdom. One thing I will say about this album as a whole, and I kind of I think I said the same thing about Hello Future, which is that. Um, Dream is a very easy listening, and that's not supposed, that's not shade. Mm. Easy listening group in the sense that, like, they don't really have, like, a horrendously bad song. Um, but it's also not necessarily something I would think to go back to immediately. Um, so I probably, and that's kind of the feeling I left with when I finished listening to the album again today mm. just that like like I like Arcade but I wouldn't think about Arcade specifically to go and listen to but I would feel that way about like Fire Alarm and Glitch Mode and another song that's coming up later that mm. yeah we're, we're gonna talk about for like 10 hours so just <laughs> be prepared <laughs> um And Hey yeah. Chan on on singing. Yes. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> literally. I'm literally just like dragging it along because for editing purposes. <laughs> we usually like play the whole song while we talk about it, but Well, you know, I gotta make dinner, so <laughs> Yeah. It's I don't think it's gonna work out this time. It's um, fine. But yeah, the next song is To My First. Oh my god, I love this song. I knew you would. Yeah, y'all saw it coming. I think <laughs> if I were to like ask everyone right right now to like write down what you think my top five are, it, they would. It's so predictable. They would one hundred percent know exactly what my favorites are. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so sad. I think that isn't sad. It's more just like taste yeah like it's your personal taste and i think you have great taste oh thanks our tastes don't always align but a lot of the times they do so our tastes don't align just because you don't like ballads as much as i do this isn't even about hating ballads i like a good ballad but it has to be doing something interesting it can't yeah. just be the same old like K-pop ballad. Yeah. Which this kind of is. Yeah. Which is fine, but it's like, like you said, it's very e easy listening. I just, the vocals on this are so, so good. And like, scratch and itch in my brain. I'm just like, this is so like, right up my alley. Their voices are so clear and they all sound so, so good. And at this point in the album was when I was like, 
and I think I've, I've said this before also with Hello Future, I was like, Dream's vocals are improving so much and they're allowing other members to sing a lot more. Um, and once like we get to this album, it's like, okay, you know, Jeno's singing a lot more, um, Mark is singing a lot more, and it's just vocally, do I think this is like their best album in general of this? No, there's albums I like more, but vocally, I think this is like their best so far. I think on the principle of Hello Future being probably NCT Dream's best song, mm-hmm. Hello Future has to yeah. be the best album. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not that I don't like To My First. I think it's fine. It's just very standard. Um, visually, it gives me like teenage romance. Really? Like I think years. the next song gives way more, like, teenage romance-ish things than this one. I think this is kind of, like, more, like, mellow. Yeah, I mean, I mean it more so in, like, a nostalgia way. Like, oh. you know, teenage, you're reflecting on your teenage romance, mm. not in the teenage romance. Mm. But I don't have I don't have that pleasant like oh my first love was so great <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what that's like. I mean uh, my first love was Keanu Reeves, so here we are. <laughs> it, was, it was great for me. Been first love mutually received. Oh, we weren't here socially. My bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I thought we were here socially. I'm so sorry. Bruh. Anyways, get out. <laughs> like my first love was amazing. <laughs> he didn't even know what was happening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Um the next song is It's Yours. It's yours. It's yours. Um It's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. I'm not gonna skip it if it comes up. I just find it I find it a little bit boring. Yeah, it's a little bit simple. repetitive. It's very mm-hmm. simple, which is fine. Like, I feel like every album has a song like that, and I feel like at sometimes albums need that because it could be like a lot to just like have so much energy going all the time. But um, I don't think this album in particular needed the song. Um, I think there's a good bal- there was a good balance already, and it's a little bit forgettable. I forgot the song existed actually until like I saw a clip of it somewhere of them doing it live and I was like, what song is this? And I was like, oh, yeah, this is a song that they sing. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, sorry to it's your shooters, but it's just not for me. Yeah, it is very, and it reminds me a lot of To My First, but it's even more like stripped down yes yeah um it's very simple i do appreciate the guitar Mm. um it's easy listening but yeah like you said pretty forgettable Mm. not a song that i would immediately think of to go listen to um i wonder if mira would hate this 
Oh, absolutely. The it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. <laughs> over and over and over. Oh, oh my yeah, god. You're right. It and drives me right. up a wall. I'm, I'm sure it's, like, not great for her. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, anything else? No. <laughs> Alright, let's get into the best song on this album. Listen, this is <laughs> Best dream. This is my favorite NCT Dream song. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I love Hello Future. Hello Future has been demoted to uh, 1.5 because this is number one. When I tell you, I have never heard a song so much made for me than this fucking song. Teddy Bear is just. I. It's crack. It's crack. And it's like, it's a slow song, but it's not that like it's not ballady and you also know why i think this resonates with me so much hmm. the instrumental sounds like a jonghyun instrumental yes i was thinking that i was like if jonghyun had wrote this song it sounds like, like it sounds like it's his song yes it does or like i wouldn't be surprised if like someone had said oh Jong had been playing around with an arrangement like this and they built the song out of that the, yeah the beginning uh the beginning piano is we've heard that in a Jonghyun song before yes many a time and like wow it just it hit my brain and I was like this is one of my favorite things in the world I think that and the combination of I'm sorry Chunla, Renjun, and Hechan are just some ah, some of the best singers. <laughs> I think. Period. Of course, you have like Hechan's like uh, softer, higher voice. Chunla is very stable, and then Renjun has like this richness to his voice that just like it. And when he has like those little vibrato moments, it's just so special and so nice and so lovely to listen to. And on this song, it sounds like they're whispers, not whisper singing, but like singing in your ear. It's so, it's so good. It's a very soft approach for sure. Yeah. Like and they sing it in a very soft voice. Yes. And then also Mark at the beginning setting the mood. Um, great love that like yes tell me more keep talking to me uh, type of thing it's just it's a beautiful beautiful song they perform it so well I watched the um, the behind where they were recording it and I wish kind of we just had the raw vocals on the song because they sounded so good as is and they had a lot more like emotion obviously they have to like you know do whatever they need to do like produce it they have to do that but I it was just so so nice to listen to their voices like this and i don't think they they put any filters over their voices really because they were so good and i'm just like this is this song is perfect to me if someone asked me like what is your favorite nct song in general right now i'd say teddy bear i love this fucking song oh yeah the teddy bear stands are real yeah. They're out here. I mean, I I love the song too. Don't get me wrong. I just it wouldn't be my like favorite NCT song overall. Um, but I think it's de- I'm 
I will say it is my second favorite dream song behind Hello Future. Um, because Hello Future has crack in it. Where I That's just, true. every time I hear it, I'm just like, shit, it's going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I appreciate. I Teddy Bear is a masterpiece. Um, I love all of the little flourishes of like sounds in the production um, to go along with the piano. Mm. Um, I hey Chan. Listen, don't even. Hey Chan. <laughs> I like that uh, meme of uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's mom when she's holding up her finger. Mm. <laughs> hey Chan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Heichan, the vocalist that you are, I can always hear Heichan. Always, yeah. Even when it's like clearly unison or if there are, and there are harmonizations on Teddy Bear, I still can just hear him specifically <laughs> because his voice is so good. He's so incredibly talented and just thoughtful with his voice too Mm. like already just so thoughtful about where he will add little you know adjustments Heichon's gonna be a a fucking star I mean he's already a star but like but he like he's he's gonna be he's gonna be big um yeah I just wait can you imagine a Heichon solo album that sounds like uh Jonghyun solo album. Why do you want me to cry right now? You really are pushing for me to cry right now because don't let don't put that in my brain because if we ne- never get it, I'm beating your ass in one word in hell. <laughs> I'm Man, you better get in the SM's vents with the rest of them. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying he's also likely to give us that too because sure. he is the president of the shawls in NCT. So that's true. I just, didn't Hachon also recommend a Jonghyun song? Yeah, randomly. The, yeah, recently, end of day, he recommended. See that boy? He know. Yeah. Listen, I'm. I'm manifesting this as Hazelwood. <laughs> hey, Sean Campbell. I'm. I'm just like, I. This song. I don't know. I don't know. It's just. Uh, I just want to see this in real life one day because it's so so good. And honestly, if I could marry a voice. It would probably be Run June's or Hachan's voice. Either I'll take either one. Like if their voices were an embodiment of a human being, like wow, it just sounds so good. And their little riffs at the end are beautiful and light and great. And also Mark is singing, which is great, and Jeno singing, which is great, and Jisung is Jisung for president. Oh my god, it's so good. That's all I have to say. Teddy bear. The best, the best song on this album. Anyways, moving on. Period. All right. The next song is a severe letdown, unfortunately for me. What? Uh, it is "Sorry Heart." Seriously? Yeah. 
I love this song. I knew, I knew you would. I knew you would. You got the snaps. You got sad love song. You got a guitar. What's wrong? It's giving road trip. Where is it giving road trip? The guitar. How is that road trip? It's just the same... No! <laughs> like... I get road trip. I get road trip. I get, I get that. But really? You know that... You, you know what I'm gonna say. So? It's that song! I know! A style of song that I hate! I know, but... Push that out of your head, I don't know! <laughs> I mean, shout out to Queen Kenzie. She did the thing. Mm. Uh, their voices sound good, but like... I really just want an acoustic version of this. Like, an actual acoustic version. Like, I would... Live, like, I would love that. I like it. It's simple. It's soft. It's just like when what was it MTV Unplugged? That's what I want. And their voices sound really good. And the harmonies are very R and B harmonies, so I like that. But yeah, love sorry heart. Unlike some people. And there's just, like, and how do you put this after Teddy Bear and expect me not to be like? Now I mean, happened. anything that comes after Teddy Bear would kind of be a letdown. You can't blame that on Sorry Heart. Well, then they should have put Teddy Bear as the last track on this album. I mean, true. <laughs> true. But, like, also, the chorus is beautiful. Especially when Hechan sings. <laughs> it's really beautiful. I don't know. So, I, I like it. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I mean, it's right up your alley, and it also meets the criteria for that style of song yeah. that is prevalent through Dream's discography, which is why I won't, which is why I can't get on board. And this, which is why I'm very much on board. Yes. You know what it is? You love feelings. <laughs> When it comes to like music, yeah. you love to feel the feels. Mm. Shout to the feels by Twice. <laughs> love that song. Um, whereas, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but it's just not for me. Like I. Either I'm in the pits of hell despair and Doyoung is singing I'm not going back to you or I want to shake my ass or I want to be surprised. But like this sort of like mid that's what it is. It's like lower mid tempo. Just like, yeah, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> Imagine this with a choir though. I would still be like no. <laughs> wow. And I can think of the perfect example of who, of of like the utility of a choir on a song like that, like on a song, and it's 
Ain't It Fun by Paramore. <laughs> yeah. AKA not lower mid-tempo. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways. The next song is not Shiny's Replay. No, it's not. But it's still fun. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah, it's good. Um, that's that's about it. It's very, it's very. This is another song that's very commercial, and that's probably very liked by most people. Um, I, I really don't know what to say about replay. It's there. <laughs> but it's not bad. Like I can't really say I don't like this song because. I don't not like it, but it's not. I'm not looking for it. Like if I'm like looking for NCT Dream songs, this is not a song that I would pull up. Um, yeah, and I said that at the top of the album too. It's just like this album as a whole has a lot of those easy listening. It's not horrible, but am I going to go find it? Probably not. This also sounds the most SM produced. Yeah. Song. I don't know who's on this song, but it sounds very SM produced. Uh, Ludwig Lindell, who I'm seeing also made Run BTS, so you know. I don't know what that sounds like, so I don't know. Um, but also, hilariously, Zim Salabim! <laughs> how, you, how do you go from Zim Salabim to this? <laughs> Zim Salabim is, a, is like one of my favorite songs just because of how ridiculous it is but oh yeah this guy has made a lot of uh bts music oh um and a lot of just like high songs one thing that i think those synths in the back i really don't like that um they try to make the sound bigger but to me it just makes it sound like a commercial song yeah, like which you know, commercial like, fits considering. Yeah, but like, so, like I'm talking about, like I could see this, the, this instrumental on a uh, like a T-Mobile new iPhone, like not the vocals, but the instrumental. Yeah, like I'm which, picturing it right now, and it's kind of like the new iPhone 17, and this is this instrumental playing in the background, and the phone is just spinning in air. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I don't know. It's did there. See, did you see what I wrote in the chat? No. Oh, true. See? It so. applies. Also, when you say it's there, not to be like old, but like I always think about that episode of Hey Arnold when Eugene found out that his like favorite actor is like doesn't do any of his own stunts so he like goes bad or whatever and Arnold asked him a question and, and he said because it's there and it was like such an like illogical response to what Arnold asked him. <laughs> and now it's just, because it's there I mean but that's the, that's what it is it's because it's why why do I let it's there that's, yeah, that's it. That's all I forgot. It's not Shiny's replay, but it is. It's replay. fun. It's yeah, there. It's, right. it's there because it's there. Yeah. Um, the next song is Saturday Drip. The ass shaking anthem. Yes, <laughs> I love this song. 
I didn't like it. I didn't like it at first because I only heard like a 10 second clip of it. And I was like, this is going to be one of those mashup SM songs that could go really wrong sometimes. That's what I thought it was. Um, but I fucking love the song. Like, do I get up and shake my ass every time? Absolutely. It doesn't matter where I am. Even if it's on the train, I'll be holding in a little wiggle because it's so good. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Drip. It's kind of lit. Yeah. I just, I, and this song is like, Jimin should be rapping in this register all the time. Yes, I agree. He needs to enter his Felix era. Yeah, because there's, <laughs> it's so, it's so good and it's so smooth. And also, it reminds me, MLB, Mark Lee. All the time. MLB, MLB. He's just so good. Mark is so talented. Shout out to Mars. <laughs> recently. A mental breakdown. Was having, yeah, having a moment over Mark's latest Instagram photos. Which again, his hair is really good. Yeah. Days. I mean, it's fried to shit, but it's still oh, looks It great. is dry as hell. That looks like yeah. straw. He but, needs a high oil treatment stat. Yeah, he, um, needs, he needs a break, but yeah. And see that, and that's essentially why I understand why white hair is just really hard to maintain um, because it requires so much aggressive bleaching and toning. Yeah. So I do like the haircut though. I like his longer hair right now. Yes, the cut is doing everything. I just want it to be moisturized and. Yeah, anyways. Um, but yeah, shout yeah. to Mars. Uh, welcome back to the ghetto. <laughs> I'm so I hope with Mark Lee. Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your time away. Um, but yeah, Mark's great. His rap is great on here. Um, Mark is just always going to make a hype song hype. Yeah. He's always going to match energy. And I like that. Keep doing that. Yeah, he's just so smooth and so good. And like, what you doing this weekend? Don't ask me questions you don't want answers to. Don't ask me no stupid ass questions. Exactly. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> you, the fuck? No, just kidding. Mars, <laughs> <laughs> hear you say that? <laughs> they know I'm not like that about Mark, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, and that's my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> you better not have no little brothers. Sorry. <laughs> what was that tweet? that um like amber had retweeted it was like that's like my little brother or like that's like my brother or my uncle or whatever and she retweeted i'll fuck your brother yep and then after 28 reasons came out everybody's like oh amber print amber yep. print i'll kiss your brother that was that was so good that was lovely um but yeah mars we got you now we know to send Mark updates. Um, but yeah, Saturday Night Dream is just fun. And I want to see that unit perform it at a concert at some point because I think it would be great. Yeah, Saturday Night Dream is fun. It's a fun song. Yeah. Like, definitely jamming, shaking your ass. So, uh, the next song is Better Than Gold. It's a good concert song. Yep, I agree. It's a fabulous concert song. Love it. Yeah, it's giving me uh, their NTG, 
Lofty Dreams version of Elevator, almost. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't mind. It's a little bit, you know, unfortunately, we can no longer step in the name of love because reasons. Yeah. But, like, this is in that similar vein, you know? Yeah. I think this is kind of, like, we keep talking about Hello Future, but this is kind of in the vein of, like, Irreplaceable Mm -hmm. type of song, uh, which is... another great concert song um and it's fun and those fan cams from the concerts for better than gold spectacular amazing love that and they look like they're having genuinely a lot of fun so yeah yeah i didn't think you would like this because i know you hate like retro i don't necessarily hate retro because uh, I did like a lot of key stuff, and mm. I did like um, Criminal, obviously. And I liked uh, You Can't Sit With Us. Uh, oh, yeah. Sunmi? Sunmi, yeah. I think it just has to be done well. Mm-hmm. Um, and can't just be retro for retro's sake. Because I also really like uh, After Like by that group's name. I. Yeah. Yeah. I know the name, I just, I'd be wanting to say Eve so bad. I just, know because the fandom name is Dive. So oh. Dive. Yeah. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. yeah. That's how I, like, that's how I remember it. Because I used to, I thought it was I-V-E, like, separate letters mm-hmm. for some reason. And they're like, no, like, it's Ive, like, Dive, which is their fandom. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but I I like better than gold. Um, I it is one of the songs that I added to my general playlist. So, um, and I like the little um, changes the song goes through from being like super big concert hype to like the bridge and pre-chorus and stuff. Um, I. G-Song for president! G-Song for president. On on that uh, one little uh, ad-lib in the final bridge slash pre-chorus. I like G-Song's voice a lot. Me too. I want him to sing more. Same. Um, But you know, this song also kind of reminds me of like old school Jackson 5 a little bit. in this, in this, in the cadence of the chorus, because it reminds me of "Don't blame the sunshine, don't blame the moonlight, don't blame the good times, blame on the bouquet." So, and I love that song. So, I think the song retro hits all the retroness that I like, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, so, yeah, yeah, a great song. Uh, the next song is "Drive." Um, it's there. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I mean, one thing that I do like about this song is that Jevin is singing a lot more on this song than I think I've ever heard him sing ever on a track. Um, but I'm just like, it's a- another simple song. I think these songs are like. We just want something that's going to show off their vocals, that they can sing at a concert while walking around, that type of thing. But it could be done without, to be honest. So, yeah. Yeah. 
it's there. <laughs> because yeah. it's there. Yeah, and I think the thing is, is that there are so many great, great songs on this album that when you get to songs like this, like Replay, Drive, things like that, it's kind of like, okay, but I just heard Fire Alarm, I just heard Glitch Mode, I just heard Teddy Bear, like, what do you want me to do with this type thing? Yeah. So. In a way, this definitely feels like they padded out the album with these kinds of, like, just okay songs. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings me to a thought that I had uh, just thinking about, like, the albums and minis across the entire NCT brand. And I think SM has this problem in general where on full albums, they run into these issues of, but not shiny (laughs) and not XO really, but they pad out their full length albums with songs that kind of feel like throwaways. I I mean, I think XO and I think Shiny on one album kind of did that, but that's just me. Well, there is one Shiny song where I was like, hmm. <laughs> I still feel that way about no, it. No, I think some of some early Shiny albums were padded. Well, I know how you feel about certain early Shiny yeah. songs. <laughs> but I mean, like, later on. Yeah. And... It becomes so like such a you know disappointment because you know if they had just decided uh, to not do that, they could have had a much more cohesive, well put together album. Like I say this about, I think I said this on the favorite sticker episode, which is that the album absolutely collapses at the end with those throwaways and. I think the same thing kind of happened here for me, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. There are definitely some songs, unfortunately. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so, it's so more much more apparent in this album. I feel like for me specifically, because there are such great songs. There's so many songs that are like pack a punch that I really like. That when you get to these songs, it's kind of like okay <laughs> like i don't know what you want me to do with this yeah. i don't it's like i don't know what to do with my hands type of thing <laughs> like because it's there it's there but like what am i supposed to do with it <laughs> and i and it makes me sad because i feel like if they took one of these songs and saved them for like what and put them in one album somewhere else i think they would do a lot better i think that's the problem with this album is that they have really good songs and then really mediocre songs and it doesn't make sense and you know, I understand the complaints from Rev Loves about not having a full album since The Perfect Velvet, but I'm just like, but y'all are also dodging this by yeah. them sticking to minis. Yeah, because like, I will, honestly, Red Velvet are B-side queens and they're kind of B-side queens because all of their B-sides hit mm-hmm. because there aren't random mediocre songs that you know the album could have done without i we get it i'd rather have that honestly i'd rather have that than a repackaged full album with a lot of songs that i'm gonna skip i'm gonna love a lot of songs 
but you know if only six out of the 15 are hitting like that's not great yeah and you know how i feel about like songs like road trip and what they should do with all of those so yeah <laughs> put them on its own compilation album called nct background <laughs> and everyone can buy it if they really want it but then i don't ever have to hear it on an album again yeah but then again it's subjective because we're saying this right now and people are probably like those are some of my favorite songs so yeah that's true you know i i and it's usually K-fans, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they be hyping up these songs like this. Um, True. Of the remaining three songs, is there anything or any one of them that you felt particularly strong about? Um, hmm. I like Rewind a lot. Um especially the chorus i just think it's i think it's really cute um but the rest of the song is kind of like meh um on the way i like it sounds like an ending so i like that it's at the end of the album because it sounds like it sounds like an ending credit song it has like that retro like at the end of it's the end of the movie and it's like and the real the real lesson were the friends we made along the way and then this starts playing like that's perfect it's one yeah. of those songs so i really like it for that um and it fits and i like that it sounds like a little bit big and like a movie ending movie ending sorry um but other than that not really i think in drive um Jimin is singing a little bit more um, and Never Goodbye also so I'm happy about that I love when they sing but yeah oh wait Never Goodbye Runjun on the, bri on the bridge that is delicious and great and love, love that but that's it that's all I gotta say about the ending of this album yeah uh <clears throat> After Better Than Gold, the album just kind of sounds like one giant long song. <laughs> Which is, again, I go back to my earlier comment about easy listening. Are these individual songs horrible? No. But they also are not songs that I would immediately think to go listen to. And that, I think, continues to be the vibe for me with majority of NCT Dream's uh, discography is that like a lot of it is chill to listen to and then there's like a handful of songs that are just like oh my god what is in this song I need to sort it I need to listen to it every day I still feel this way about Deja Vu <laughs> yeah. uh, the original Pots and Pans but <laughs> um, yeah like you said the singing is really good the vocalists have come so far I cannot wait to see you know, the future units where we get to hear Renjun and Chunla in, um, alongside different voices. Uh, it is always lovely when Jamin does sing, mm -hmm. and I love Jamin's lower register as well, so if you want to be on your deep voice Felix era, we're here for it. Yeah. Um, and Heytron is Heytron. 
and there you go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like, I think I said this at the beginning, like I do think, I do appreciate this album for the fact that it does show even more of a progression of Dream's vocals as a whole unit. Um, we have other members singing a lot more. And then we also have the members that sing, that usually sing, really improving and just going wild and showing what they can really do. So I really do appreciate this album for that. Um, but to me, this isn't one of their best. Um, but, you know, they still have a long way to go. So I'm excited to see what will come. They do have a Japanese release in February, so we'll see what comes with that. Um, but yeah. Isn't it only one song? Yeah, uh, no, I think I think it's a couple songs, I thought. I thought it was only... I don't know things. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah. Overall, this album is alright as a whole. Like, obviously, Teddy Bear is a fucking top-tier game-changer of a song, and Glitch Mode was a really great title track. Beatbox was safe, but I can see the corny commercial elements to it and then much like sticker unfortunately i feel that the last three songs kind of like flatten out the album in a bad way but um overall solid effort good job nct dream and it sold over millions of copies so mm-hmm. oh no i think it is one song but it's a bunch of versions is what i was thinking mm. Yeah, I think each oh. has their own version, and then there's like the regular version, and then there's like a yeah, that's okay. What, yeah, so like that time that Wavy scammed us. <laughs> Anyways, listen, I still clearly and vividly in my mind remember sitting in my New York City apartment in the Heights in 2015, being like shiny are you gonna make me buy this repackage of odd the perfect album Mm -hmm. it better not be some bullshit and married to the music was amazing right Mm -hmm. and now i expect everybody's repackage to be like that and it don't be happening and it's just (laughs) that's not fair that's so not fair my hands down like god damn it (laughs) you can't compare that come on that's not fair. But I'm just saying, like, that one moment was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I can see the the utility of a repackage. I understand now what they were for. But now it's just so, ah, do we need that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, NCTD Song of the Week. Hmm. So I was between a couple songs, not a couple, like three. Um, but I'm gonna pick uh graduation from NCT Dreams Candy album. I have been listening to that so much. Um and it makes me cry, so there 
remember what I said? You love to feel feelings. Yeah, but it's also such a good song. And I think also, I one of my oh, favorite the titles, things. Graduation, interesting. Yeah, one of my favorite things. Interesting. To do. Um, interesting to at the, end the song, of, Graduation. Yeah, and they're talking about not graduating anymore. Um, the thing that I love to do at the end of the year is watch all the guyos. I think they're so fun, especially the collaboration stages. And also we get to see like songs that they wouldn't have normally performed, which one of them was um, graduation and it being sung live and seeing like the emotions on their faces was like, so like it, it got me, it got me right in the heart as most things do. I'm such a cry. I'm such a sympathetic crier. It's not even funny. Um, so yeah, I really, really love that song. And again, the vocals are great. Everybody's singing on it. So lovely. Yeah. My NCT song of the week is Phantom by Wavy. We not crying. We're, uh, you know, ancient vampires and shit. Like the phantom. <laughs> but yes, uh, Phantom, I really, really like it. And it's great. And Win Win was in it. Yes, which is literally all I care about. No, just kidding. Oh, I said it so that you would say something like that. <laughs> um, Not really. I care about all the members, but my baby Win Win is in it, so. Uh, yeah, so, Kat, where And Chains, they... sorry. Anyways. And Chains, yes. Uh, so, Kat, where on the interwebs can they find us? Right now, I wouldn't suggest you find us anywhere <laughs> because it's not up to date. But um, you can find us on uh, Twitter at NCT Podcast or Instagram, which is NCT Podcast, where you'll find links to um, basically wherever we are um, and our sister podcast and our Patreon, which now that we're back, we will be recording content for. So stay tuned. And also, you get a really good perk of listening to this episode way before anybody else, so... That's right. A full five days if you're interested in listening to us before everyone else. Yep. Um, yeah. And with that, see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Ah, ah. 永远成为时间的光顾